Happy Thursday. Welcome to a new episode of the Mama Goose Podcast. Today's episode, we are going to partner with God with prayer and patience. Amen. So let's get ready. The life we live today, y'all, is totally different than the life I knew, I'm going to say, 40 years ago. Uh, Well, I can even say 30 years ago. Um, Of course, it is different than we lived a year ago, right? One of the most significant changes for me between that time is that our children has global access to basically everything that the world has to offer, right? But how do we protect our children? How do we we guide our children right? How how do we take a 99.9% chance is what I'm going to say that our children will succeed in life? Well, one of the things I did that I found was true, was solid, was I partnered with God. And what does it mean to partner with God? I partner with God in my prayer and petition and my patience with my children, right? So I am here to share a few of the things that I found was helpful to me. And I hope and I pray that these five things will help you and will guide you and will lead you to make the decision to partner with God in regards to your children through prayer and patience. Amen. Psalm 127.3 says, Children are a heritage from the Lord, offspring a reward from Him. So our children, number one, are a gift from God. Now, don't we try to do our best to to take care, uh, to nurture, or to... Um, if, if it's a plant, right? If you've been given a plant as a gift, what do you do? You take the time to, to water and, and nurture that plant to insist, uh, to ensure, sorry, that it grows, that it grows properly, right? And so as we do the same for the reward, or the gift that God has given us, let's do it with godly wisdom, Right? So, like I said, there's five things that I am suggesting that we do as we partner with God through prayer and patience with our children, right? Okay, so the first thing, number one, is that we're going to pray for our children. We're going to pray 
for our children. We're going to pray over our children. We're going to pray through our children's room. We're going to pray consistently. Philippians 4, 6 tells us, Do not be anxious about anything, but in every situation, by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, present your request to God. So there, right there in itself, guess what God is telling us to do? We can't be anxious about what our children are going through, um, about what they are taking us through, right? But in every situation, now we have to, we got to pray about it. We got to petition God using his word, using his word, using his promises, reminding him of his promises, and with thanksgiving going to present our children to God because he knows he is the one that give gave them to us so he knows how we are to guide them and how we are to teach them right so that's number one number two have faith in God's promises for our children Deuteronomy 1 says I'm sorry, Deuteronomy 31 and 6 says, Be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid or terrified because of them. For the Lord your God goes with you. He will never leave you nor forsake you. Right? And we know without a shadow of a doubt that evilness roars around us everywhere we go. And it is truly difficult to keep an eye on our children 24-7, 365 days a year. Right? I'm sure that we all know that, right? But guess what God says, though? We have to teach them, number one, that they can stand strong and be courageous. They don't have to be afraid of anything. They don't have to be terrified. They don't have to be uh, um, anxious. They don't have to be um, stressed out about nothing. Because God is with them. God says that he will never leave them nor forsake them. And so as we partner with God, that is one belief, one promise that he has made to our children, about our children, that he would never leave them, that he would never forsake them. He is always with them. So we as parents, we have to stand strong and courageous in knowing that God got them, right? Yes. Number three, lead our children with godly wisdom. And what we find in Romans 12, 2, it tells us that we should not conform to the patterns of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of our mind. Then you will be able to test and approve what God's will is, his good, pleasing, and perfect will so as parents we have to we have to teach our children that we are not to live based on what we see in the world we are not to mimic um, entertainments or uh, entertainers or celebrities um, because a lot of times the things that they're doing 
it doesn't please God. So we have the responsibility to, to teach our children to live and to conform by the word of God allowing their their minds to be transformed and renewed by the word of God. And then as as they grow and as they themselves um, become steward of, of God, then they will know what God's will is for their lives. His good, pleasing and perfect will. It's our responsibility. As Christian parents, as believers, we can't allow our children to fall into the hands of the enemy because we know what his job is. His job is to kill, steal, and destroy. And on our watch, it will not happen with our children. No. He will not take our children out. We will not allow it. We will not. Matthews 5 and 6 it states that amen in the same way let your light shine before others that they may see your good deeds and glorify your father in heaven. And so teaching our children to stray away from the world it's going to help them it's going to help them shine their light where others will see God can use children as well now we we tend to to not recognize or realize that God has the ability or the capacity the right the authority the control use anybody he desire and that can be a baby a four-year-old a a 15-year-old a 30-year-old a 99-year-old it doesn't matter but we're all here to let our light shine before others and in doing so they're going to be able to see the glory of God in our lives and in the lives of our children as we partner with God through prayer and patience. Right? Agreed? Agreed. Number four, teach them to love God totally. Matthew 22 and 37 through 39 says, Love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your mind. This is the first and greatest commandment. And the second is like it. Love your neighbors as you love yourself. We as parents have to teach our children to love God completely, totally, fully from their hearts with all their souls and with all their their minds. And how do we do that? We teach them by taking them, showing them in the word, in 
God's word, how they're supposed to live their lives, how they are supposed to develop their own relationship with God, and how as parents we love them, they are to love others in the same manner. Because God loved us. God loved us so much that he gave his only son up for us. Yes, he did. And we have to love our children. We have to teach our children how to love others. And we have to teach our children how to love God. Because in Romans 8, 38 and 39, and I I won't read the whole thing, but it says that nothing, absolutely nothing can separate us from the love that God has for us. And so if God loves us that much, that nothing, death, life, nothing, um, no, no principalities, nothing hidden, nothing seen, nothing can separate us from his love, then how can we not teach our children to love God with all their hearts, with all their soul, with all their strength, with all their mind, because he loves them just the same. Amen? Number five, speak truth to our children. Simply tell them the truth. Point blank, period. Romans 2 and 4 says, Don't you see how wonderfully kind, tolerant, and patient God is with you? Does this mean nothing to you? Can't you see that his kindness is intended to turn you away from sin? So if we desire that our children live a godly life with using godly wisdom to make decisions, then we're going to have to tell them the truth. We're going to have to tell them the truth. And that truth is God exists. God is in control. God gave up his son, Jesus Christ, for our sin. But he's patient with us. That he does not pretty much slay us down when we do wrong and that in return we as parents are going to show the same wonderfully kind tolerant and patience that God shows us when our children does things that they're not supposed to do and the reason why is because yes, we can discipline them, but showing kindness will actually draw them away from wanting to do something wrong. I think, at least that's how I am as a child of God, because I I, I respect and I. And I thank God for his, for his kindness. I thank God for his patience with me when I do something that's not pleasing to him. I thank him. I thank him. And so 
when our children does things that we seem to not be tolerant of or that we find it we deem is, is unpleasing or um, whatever it is negative that that they've done let's show them patience let's guide them with love let's teach them godly wisdom and let's pray that all we've done and all we're doing will help them to turn away from sin. That's our job. As we partner with God through prayer and patience for our children, I truly believe in all of my heart that our children will succeed. Our children will be godly children. So as we bring this episode to a close and as we prepare for the Mama Goose Nugget, because you know I can't leave you guys without giving you a little something to meditate and chew on, right? Right. I want to thank you guys for listening to today's episode and encourage you to partner with God in regards to your children through prayer and with patience. So I see you guys on next episode. Your Mama Goose Nugget for today is that we want our children to produce a great harvest in life, right? To produce good fruit, in other words. Therefore, we have to teach them how to live by the fruit of the Spirit. Galatians 5, 22-23 says, But the Holy Spirit produces this kind of fruit in our lives. Love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. There is no law against these things. So this is what we have to teach our children. This is what we have to show our children. We as parents have to produce this type of fruit in order for it to manifest in the lives of our children. So what are we going to do? We're going to produce the fruit of the spirit in the lives of our children by partnering with God. Have a blessed one. See you next time on the Mama Goose Podcast.